What's up, everybody? Did we all just get fucking worked, or did WWE pivot on a dime? It's Night Off. It's your boys. It's Alex. It's Derek. And it's Walsh. He's back. We have got a little bit of stuff to get into before we get into the main topic of today. We wanted to just kick back and do a little palate cleanser and watch some uh, personal highlights of mine from the past several years of wrestling that'll just wash away some of the terrible, awful horrific news that we've had to deal with for the past couple of weeks. But before we get into that, uh, we got to talk the WrestleMania 40 press events that really kind of uh, not just took me a little bit by surprise, but it really made the rounds on like social media and like all of the major markets and hit all the crazy engagement. But before we jump into that, I wanted to get Walsh's impressions of just what we saw and what we didn't get your opinion on of Cody's shenanigans on SmackDown leading up to this press event. So I only know so much. Uh, it's just so silly. <laughs> like, I got to feel like they're half serious some of the time and then go backstage and just start laughing with each other. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, how can you not? Yeah, I didn't watch the press event live, personally, because I was putting together a bed frame uh, that was supposed to take an hour, and it ended up taking, like, four and a half. <laughs> Fun. Fun. Yeah. So, like, I saw the reactions first, and I'm like, oh, shit, I guess I got to watch this actual, probably WWE's dream come true. They had a show for themselves that had zero actual wrestling in it. Brian said to you, during. Uh, the presser because I watched it uh, live. I had texted you and I had said that was like the most wrestling thing to have had. Oh no, I, no, it was the day after I texted you actually. Yeah. Uh, it was the most wrestling thing I had seen without any wrestling. Yeah, they went like, all out for that. I'm kind of amazed. Uh, personally, I know there's a lot of people saying that like, okay, this was the plan all along and this and that. I don't buy it personally, just because. Same. The way that they had the setup with Cody on SmackDown and then to revert back, just like the mm -hmm. actual like execution of that makes me think it was more of like, okay, we're changing our mind now later after the fact. And this is going to be one of those things that's just erased from history. They, they're going to Chris Benoit and re-edit everything <laughs> later on. I yeah. Like you're giving way too much credit to him. No, no, no. Writing that far ahead, or no. is it, you know, we got the next couple of weeks and we see what happens, and then we write the next couple of weeks and we see what happens. That's exactly what I'm saying. This... I'm thinking that they saw the reaction and they shifted. Oh, I don't think it was a shift, is my point. Is like, It was open-ended of like, let's see how everyone reacts, and we'll go that way. Maybe. Well, so, in my opinion, this original idea of Cody versus Roman was the was the plan. And then The Rock, becoming a board member, decided, oh, I have full creativity over my character and everything now. No, I get to be at WrestleMania. The fans reacted very poorly, as, as they should. Mm -hmm. And then they tried to assuage the fans at SmackDown by doing the Cody and, and Henry Rollins thing and trying to make that go over, but it Clearly didn't work. Didn't work with me. Uh, and then it led into this presser where we got to see a more, God, I want to say old school kind of wrestling, like raw, dirty, it was very not that attitude perfect. era. Yes, it, it, it gave me a very AEW vibe. To be honest with you, with some of the wrestlers who kind of get to have a little bit more creativity with their characters and come up with their own promos and such, it, it just it had that more raw feeling to it. And I think that what the end of the day, after the Henry Rollins incident, someone someone was able to gargle or tickle the Rock's balls just the right way to make him realize that a heel turn on this is a better option for him and to allow Cody to continue the story. Well, I mean, historically, in the older days, The Rock was one of the more selfless people on the roster mm -hmm. back when he was, you know, full-time. I mean, you look back at his uh, WrestleMania match with Hogan, and, you know, they executed a double turn in the moment because mm -hmm. of the reaction that Hulk was getting. They wanted to cheer Hulk Hogan. They wanted to 
boo the rock so he shifted you know mid-match um the problem that i'm seeing with a lot of the narrative that's showing up rounding what happened in the past like let's say two weeks is it mm-hmm. seems like we can count on wwe miss spreading misinformation to like the dirt sheets like it seems like they are purposefully like misleading the behind the scenes backstage gossip rags uh, in order to get you know the reactions that they want they're trying to they're going like old school with manufacturing these kind of reactions which is fine I mean, because we live in an era where, you know, information gets pumped out so fast, sometimes it's really hard to keep up. Mm-hmm. So if you can manufacture the storyline from the beginning, that, that makes a lot of sense. That does. Yeah, because I think the original thing I read uh, before the presser was that the deal with Rock and Roman happening at WrestleMania was part of, like, the Rock's deal coming on board, and that was, you know, like, set in stone before the Rumble, even. Um, mm-hmm. But the only people that knew about it were The Rock, uh, Ari Emanuel, and, like, one other person at WWE and TKO. Like, Triple H wasn't involved in that decision. And, okay. okay. Which, <clears throat> I mean, is it's possible. Like, that's not beyond the realm of, like, things that you could see happening at WWE for real. Like, people right. being, you know, sort of... Uh, compartmentalizing information to keep things, you know, close to the chest. Sure. I just don't know if I buy keeping Triple H out. He's head of creative with WWE. I think he might want to know. Yeah, I, I don't buy that either, personally. Yeah. Um, I think if if there if it was anything, it, like, there's no way you could keep Triple H out of it. Yeah. Not when it's coming to stuff that's going on to the TV. Like... I feel like Triple H has more of an iron grip on what get, makes it to camera. And I, I, like, I'm trying to give him some credit. I don't want to give him full credit because I think WWE still has a lot of work to do. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. Because I think that they saw how the audience reacted. They realized real fast, or I shouldn't say real fast, but fairly fast that this isn't going to work out. Yeah, we're talking less of a week turnaround where... Yes. I mean, let's face it, previous older years in the Dark Ages, we'll refer to them as, they've been known to kind of like bury their heads in the sand and just power forward with stuff that people, you know, very vocally were not enjoying. Well, and like what happened at the presser audience, if you didn't end up seeing it, was uh, Cody finally made a decision. Uh, Sophie's choice. He got to decide. And he uh, decided Roman. And, you know, The Rock comes out and does his little song and dance. And I guess he was a little a little frustrated with how Cody brought up the bloodline and how grandfathers would be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it was ugly, but I'm not going to lie to you, brother. I think it worked really well. I think uh, this Rock heel turn for it, which is kind of what this feels like, I think we're kind of calling... The, uh, I don't want to bring his name up, but the Mr. McMahon kind of style, but in Rock's own way. Yeah. And I think it'll be more better executed probably as well, because, I mean, let's face it, it's The Rock. As much as I may shit on him, he's amazing at what he does. He's the great one, let's face it. Like, he... Yeah. He's earned his place in the company and in kind of pop culture in general as he's real good at this stuff. He really is. And I, I saw a tweet that uh, kind of restored a little bit of faith, I guess, in, in The Rock a little bit for me, that said that every time The Rock turns heel, good things happen. Yeah. I and you were going to say he ate an In-N-Out burger. He should. If you ever listen to this, Rock, brother, go on that journey. Have that In-N-Out burger. Actually eat the fries. That's going to be a space turn. I'm told you should get it yeah. animal style. Yeah. Final animal style. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, yeah I, I, it worked. It was ugly. It was messy. It felt like wrestling without having real anything in a ring. It was yeah. uh, it was old school. I liked it. And I'm going to say this. like, Sure, yeah, you're right. It was messy. It wasn't executed the best way leading up to it. I think in the moment, they did a really good job of trying to root it in reality with, okay, the cursing, the camera angles not being clean, they're a little bit off, 
there's you know some slight uh, rawness to it. It's not polished like their usual stuff, which I think helps kind of sell the idea of it being legitimate. Yes, sorry, and, and I'm not I'm not saying messy as like a slight whatsoever. No. I actually I mean that as a compliment. It, that I think it worked really well being messy. Yeah, and I like how this kind of sets up multiple branching paths going forward. I mean, in the immediacy, yes, we have Cody versus Roman at WrestleMania main eventing, mm-hmm. but now you've got The Rock added to the mix and you've got Seth uh, added to the mix, making things uh, have a little bit more variety, some more permutations happening here, because it seems clear, like, okay, you could set up a tag with Rock and Roman versus Cody and Seth at some point. You can have mm-hmm. Rock versus Cody. You can have, you know, Seth versus Roman or what have you. And you can have Rock versus Roman at a different point in time. Uh, I also yeah. like how they've finally brought in something that's been established since 2004, which is legitimate. Like, The Rock was... Uh, bestowed the title of High Chief by, mm-hmm. you know, Samoa. <laughs> like, that's right. something that's finally incorporated into, like, the whole Bloodline saga. I do like that they brought out the Bloodline tree, too. Yeah. To help really sell it more. How um, great is it that Solo's middle name is Yokozuna? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it, bro. That but, has yeah, something to do I, with his dad, uh being like Yokozuna really helping out his uh, dad at a point in time where he needed it. So, you know, shout out to yeah. legit Yokozuna Rikishi. <laughs> I, uh, I just, I feel like um, if this was pre-planned in any way with the rock going heel potentially, which is what it seems like to me mm-hmm. uh, in this whole bloodline thing, then kudos, kudos. But I just don't think at the end of the day, that's what happened. I think they stumbled into this, and they're rolling with it because they realize how much this is paying off in the in the shortest of terms. Yeah, and you know what? In long term, I kind of like this new heel version of the Rock a little bit more than the idea of like bringing back like Hollywood Rock. Like, yes, let yes. me bring on High Chief Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I want to see what that character looks like. You know what? Would also make it even more perfect is to play into some of the, like, reality and have, like, an on-screen PR team that tells them what to say. Well, I mean, reportedly Brian Gortz is uh, backstage uh, as a writer specifically for, you know, helping out, like, The Rock and bringing in stuff for WWE. So, like, you know, I, he's been on camera before. Bring him back. Just have him, like... That would be great. Like, okay, I, I, I feel a little bit bad for Roman about this and how they're going to turn it around, I don't know yet, but he definitely became little brother to The Rock during this. Yes. I Honestly, I think um, at least the impression I got from that was, yeah, that Roman's the younger brother, but also to set up a Cody versus Rock that even though he has the belt, because I think at the end of the day Cody's taking the belt at WrestleMania, but his story's not over because now he has another rung on that ladder he has to overcome which is the rock yeah and i think what's going to end up happening at the end of the day is we're going to see a mr mcmahon versus a stone cold again but it's going to be cody versus the rock and it's going to be cody as he does because he's really good at uniting people uniting talent to go up against them almost like an avengers style type of thing we'll see it could go either way i got a wild theory yeah let's go this the Roman younger brother situation creates a rivalry with the Rock. They get into a big argument weeks, maybe a week or days before WrestleMania. And then Cody versus Roman, the Rock is in Cody's corner. Okay. Are you... Because I, I see that. I like that. I want to know if how you would pull that off. Cause there's a couple of different ways you could execute that. Like what if he establishes himself as like a special referee? What if he's just there on like ringside for when, you know, solo inevitably comes out to interfere in the match and he just flat out stops him dead in his tracks. Does he <laughs> cheat yeah. to help Cody, which then taints Cody's win? Like all of the above. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways you can work it. Yeah. And I think, if like let's say he he does the tainted win 
mm-hmm. is going to want to beat The Rock to prove, like, not only could I beat Roman on one without any issues, but I can beat The Rock, too. Yeah. Almost like a, like incorporating, like, a legend killer type thing with Randy Orton, like how he had it. Or uh, do a Brian Danielson run where he's got to beat, you know, Randy and Batista on the same night at WrestleMania. Ooh, yeah. Have I do guess, back yeah, to back. like, have the... But have the the Rock be the one to force that to happen to make his heel turn really sell even more? I could see that. I could see that. But we still got what like two months till WrestleMania, so literally anything could happen at this point. Shenanigans, more shenanigans, endless shenanigans. Yeah, I think we're gonna have some sort of fruition to the Roman Rock situation before WrestleMania. That'll either escalate things even more when it comes to WrestleMania. Or it'll just prove who's the dominant one. I don't really know which way that's going to go, but I like your idea, Walsh, of him kind of being on Cody's side and interfering. I could see that happening. I really could. Yeah, there's a lot of other things that that can still be incorporated into this now, too, because, okay, you're having this Rock and Roman united kind of front at the moment, and there's still, like, the X factor of Jay being removed from the bloodline and mm-hmm. him and Jimmy have like their own thing going on, probably at WrestleMania. I anticipate Jay's going to be going for the intercontinental title. Jimmy's going to screw him out of it. That's going to lead up to theirs. So, yeah, I mean, we could see a six man at some point in the future too, with them, mm-hmm. with, you know, rock Roman solo on one side and, or Jimmy or what have you. And, you know, now you got Cody, Seth, and Jay on the other side. There's a lot of different things that can be incorporated in this that hopefully they, you know, pull the trigger on and follow through. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guarantee that at the end of the day, there's going to be some great storytelling that's going to mm-hmm. come out of this. Maybe not with every single facet of it, but at the very least with how the bloodline gets split in half mm-hmm. or maybe into three. Because it feels inevitable at this point. Wait, are you thinking... You just put a thought in my head. What if it goes like fucking WCW, NWO route, where now you've got NWO, Black and White, Hollywood, and NWO, Black and Red, Wolfpack, with the bloodline, (laughs) where you got Rock on one side and Roman on the other? I could see that, yes, (laughs) yes. I could see that. I mean, honestly, like... is an era right now that we're in where a lot of older stories are being rehashed again like lion king and all that why not rehash old wrestling stories that haven't been done in 30 years i mean we all saw the rocks powerpoint of the family tree there's a lot of samoans in this family you could there's quite a bit yeah and i think uh he goes by the name of, I think, Zillow Fatu is the one who is just currently a free agent now. He was on, uh, I think, with MLW or a different independent promotion recently, and I think now he's a free agent again. Okay. He's another one that could be added into this mix at some point. Yeah, I, I can see a lot going on with it. I, uh, I feel, I, at the end of the day, though, I still got to say, I don't feel like this was the original approach they were going to do. They stumbled into it, mm-hmm. and it feels like it's a goldmine. I, yeah, it's one of those happy accidents. It's like the discovery of penicillin where, like, okay, they were trying to do something. They wound up making something else that's better than what yeah. they thought. You know? I, I Honestly, I have to agree with that. I think it's a perfectly well-put way to do it. And I think at the end of the day, I mean, you have The Rock. He's a storyteller. So lean into it. Yeah. Full on lean into it. they want to go. Now, uh, the other things that were uh, happening uh, last week is we got the announcement of the special named Dynamite in Boston for AEW. It's big business in Boss Town. So, I mean, mm-hmm. everybody, it's all but, you know, concrete said. We're going to see Mercedes Money and Okada or one or the other. Uh, my money's on both in AEW in March post-pay-per-view. Well, it's, it seems all but a guarantee that uh, Mercedes is going to AEW because I mm. keep seeing more and more stuff about it. I, I have to agree. I do believe at the end of the day, after all this weird shenanigans crap, Okada's not going to come to WWE, even with this happy accident. 
I don't know. I honestly don't know. He's got a tight relationship with the Bucks, Nicholas mm-hmm. and Matthew Jackson, EVPs, yep, as they you. are required to be known by now. Yeah, I was going to say thank you. They're legally obligated. Hey, I just don't want to get fined. I just don't want to get fined. It, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, the last time we got fined by them, it was huge. Yeah. Uh, for any of you that don't understand, Alex had to give off half his kicks. Yeah. Yeah, they took half. They took my most expensive Jordans. They got my uh, Travis yep. Scotts. They got my uh, Spider-Man uh, origin stories. They got my uh, Chicago to North Carolinas. They got my uh, off-white uh, grave. Uh, what are they called? Graveyards? I can't remember. the My Nike Blazer uh, off-whites. They took uh-huh. them all. Yeah, all of them. They're gone. Yeah. They even took my uh, infrared uh, Yeezy Jordans, those ones that you cannot get anymore. They're gone. See, I mean, they, they hardball, man, but, like, we should have read the fine print. Like, Oh, yeah. we so small, though. I know. <laughs> like, and, and honestly, you would have thought we, like, have all this. We couldn't afford a fucking magnifying glass. Apparently not. Like, come on. Yeah, they're like stationary. One of those, the paper set on fire. (sighs) Can we shout out, though, how well executed it was with Sting and Darby uh, winning the tag titles and the Bucks coming out wearing all white when they had been wearing all white the weeks previous? Like, they set that in place ahead of time because they knew that's where they were going to arrive at. I want to shout out them just being like, no, we, 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 it's now. But beforehand, like uh-huh. nobody was putting it together that, oh, this is clearly what they're going to do. I love it. Oh, I love that thought ahead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, great sell after the fact. Yep. And, uh, you know, they're, they're part of the reason why I love AEW so much. So, I mean, yeah. they make tag team wrestling fun again. AEW as a whole does, though. Yeah. So, so we got a lot of revolution to look forward to because... Honestly, this might be the first pay-per-view where they've put a tag event as the main event. We haven't seen yep. that from them yet, and I've been waiting for it, to be honest. I'm excited. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm really excited because where a lot of uh, people only really get the body style wrestling and all that when it comes to WWE, you get to see a lot more variations. So if this works off as well as I think it will... We're going to get to see a lot more different kinds of main card events that you don't normally get to see from WWE. And it's going to help outsell them over time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, let's be honest, it's Sting's last show. you got to build the whole show around that. Yep. I I that Sting is not being screwed over for his final bit with his own storytelling. He's a goat, man. He's a goat. He deserves to be sent off like the goat he is. Yeah, and... Holy crap, how great was the shot of that match with Sting and Darby versus Big Bill and Ricky Starks where Sting just shows up at the top of that balcony and the way that they shot it with that low angle up, like old school WCW Sting hiding in the rafters style. Yes. And then he just dives and he's the first one up. He's 65 years old, I think, and he's the first guy up after taking a bump like that. He's a fucking professional, man. Yeah. He's the GOAT. Sting's an OG, man. Matters to Sting. Seriously. I can't wait till he gets his full send-off. I think uh, he's going to get his flowers, man. He I mean, he already has them. He already has them in many respects, but, you know, time to make it real. Yeah. No, 100%. 110%. Okay, now that we've got all that business and chicanery and shenanigans out of the way, uh, I wanted to revisit some classic moments in, well, wrestling history. The first one up, this is from the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. God, Titus O'Neil will never live this moment down. Number 39 in the Rumble entrance. Here comes Titus O'Neil. He's gone on to become probably one of the biggest proponents and ambassadors of WWE, but he will never live this moment down, in my opinion. <laughs> I remember that. Oh yep. my god, I remember that. Yeah, he just takes a dive right under the stage. He comes in too hot, oh. trips, and he is entirely <sighs> under the ring. I, <laughs> Man. God. Oh my god. 
If he would have come back out holding a weapon or something, it would have been worth it. It would have been worth it. He could have played it off. Yep. But, like honestly, if yeah. if he lied, resulted in him coming out the other side with like a sledgehammer or something, still sliding. Sledgehammer, chair, he, anything, anything. I, he he'd be he'd around. Who was walking past him when he went under? Let's see here. I'm gonna rewind, scrub through. We got a ref over there. Like on the right. Yeah, let it go a little bit. Let's yeah, see here. Uh, we I, got. I see. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> that. Bobby Roode, I believe. Yeah. 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 He just kind of looked at like he just got eliminated. Oh, and he's like, I'm, "You're on your own, buddy." Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that moment. Yeah, you don't see him at all from this angle. Oh God. We got over here. maybe you can see something better over here. Nope. God, I. God, they I feel just need so a, a little bit of oil. Just a little bit of oil, man, mm -hmm. underneath the ring, and let him keep sliding out the other side, and like he just pick up a sledgehammer as he's going. You know, I remember. And he comes out with a sledgehammer, like, coming out in front of him, mm -hmm. and he acts like Thor. Yeah, he's just flying through like Thor. I, They could play that off if they planned it, but <laughs> unfortunately, Titus uh, Worldwide, God, that trip will live on in infamy forever. Yeah, I would have just stayed under there. <laughs> a few people go, and then yeah. I'll come out. Maybe everyone will forget. Play it off like a strategy, like, oh, no, I uh -huh. went under the ring to wait out until you got some more people eliminated. Can't, can't throw it out of the ring if you're under it. That's a good if point. you've never gone in yet. Yeah. I like that uh, thought process. That's pretty good. This next one is another uh, Royal Rumble moment. We have uh, the Iconics, uh, Peyton Royce, and... Oh, crap. Uh, Billy Kay. God, I can't believe I forgot her name. I, it, it's because they got released, you know, like a year ago, and then they had to go yeah. by different names and stuff. Yeah, they're pretty heated coming backstage, getting interviewed by Kathy Kelly. God, I miss them. Yeah. <laughs> that was the real joke. Yeah, you just wasting our time. Yep. Yo. They. <laughs> the iconics <laughs> are just <laughs> pure banter. They are. They yeah. are. They're just. I mean, you. They definitely. They definitely like took some classes on oh. on how to uh, improv. Like that was that was amazing. Mm -hmm. That was amazing. Like, you go to journalism for that. <laughs> is one of my favorite lines in all of wrestling history. you got to be God, joking so me. I love them, though. I oh, absolutely love them. Such a great duo. Such a great duo. Like, <laughs> on their own, pretty pretty hilarious. Together, they were an unstoppable team. I put them under uh, up there with uh, Breeze and Fandango working together as Breeze Dango doing the Fashion Police bits. Yeah, the Breeze Dango dude, definitely. Oh, God, yes. they're so money. Uh... Probably oh, I remember watching this live on yeah yeah the old days. Stone Cold Steve Austin gives a little surprise to Booker T in the grocery store. And oh man, jumping them! Now I don't know if this is more or less famous than Stone Cold showing up disguised as a doctor to beat up Vince McMahon, but this is pretty close. Yes, and just the brawl and like of all places the grocery store. I wish they did more. Like on-site segments like this, but yes. they haven't done them in a long time. I would absolutely love it mm. if they did stuff like this again. Uh, I remember watching this man when I was when, when we were young. Yeah, this is when Stone Cold was probably at the peak of his powers. I would say. <laughs> oh God, could you imagine being in that grocery store, walking in and seeing this happen? Yeah. He's like, Not today. I, I don't need yeah. to go shopping. Today. Yeah, you know? I just needed some eggs. Yeah. You know what? Brothers, I need some onions. Can y'all, like, move out of the way, please? Just run over to the beer aisle to grab a can to toss a stone cold. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Give him, like, shitty off brands. Oh, yeah. Like so, a light. So that he throws them back at you and gets mad at you. <laughs> Bring him, like, O'Doul's. <laughs> Something non alcoholic. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. We get super pissed and be like, you know what, Booker T? You can wait. Yeah. You can wait. Yeah. Shoot pissed. Some good ad libbing. <laughs> some great ad libbing. Stone Cold was always like, especially when he turned heel, he was pure banter. God, he's hard to come by. Boxes of crackers. Oh, 
and I mean, when you're using someone in a segment like this, like Booker T, you know he's going to play with it the whole time, too. Oh, yeah. He's already oh, I got... forgot about that. Yeah, his pants ripped. I forgot about mm-hmm. that. Come on, sucker. I love that. Okay, free and clear. We're good. Here comes Stone Cold yep. right through the fridge. Drinking some milk. Milk. I love it. I absolutely love it. Like, they just got to play. I wonder how long they got to play in the grocery store and do this. I hope it got them, like, got, like, a solid, like, four hours of time. Just, like, let's... There's no way these people are not... There's no way all of them are actual, like, employees of WWE. Some of these people must have just been grocery shopping that day, and they were like, hey, do you mind being in a segment? Like, there was a dude there that looked like he was, like, 75, like, he survived World War II. Oh, yeah, he was probably just there. He was just working. You know, well, yeah, dude. Like he, I feel like he just he live a moment he didn't get to relive since he was like a young man in the war. The look on his face, he was like, "Yeah, get him." <laughs> I remember doing this. <laughs> I remember having brawls in the grocery store as a youngin. You know, tying. He tried uh, to grab the last loaf of bread, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Right before I served in World War Two <laughs> at the Battle of Verdun. Verdun. Shout out to. Shout out, you know, all who served in World War II that are watching this. If you're, oh, yeah. you, uh, you brave, glorious bastards, like two of you. No. It's zero. <laughs> it's one. I'd be fucking surprised. There's got to be one. There's if you served be in one. World War II, you got to let us know, please. Yeah, shout out. Please let us know. Yeah. Now, the folks at home are going to be seeing something different. It's a photo of uh, R-Truth and Tupac from back in the day. Because somehow R Truth met both Tupac and Easy E, I think, on the same night. Because R Truth is a fucking time traveler. Seriously. But the footage that we're going through here is the Royal Rumble from uh, 2016. And here comes R Truth entering the Royal Rumble match, stopping. Uh, What's he looking yep. for? He's looking for a ladder. Yep. For uh, the Royal Rumble. Well, yeah, of course. No, no, no. See, my brother knows. He mm-hmm. knows that he is. He's. he's He's ahead of schedule, basically, because yeah. he's about to win the money in the bank soon. Yeah. Everybody else has uh, stopped in what they were doing. They were yeah. probably selling. What else are you doing thing. at that moment? You're like, uh, might as Truth. well see how this plays out. Yeah, Truth, what are you up to, brother? He, I mean... He, and he makes it to the top of the ladder in record time for a wrestler. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's real quick for, for a wrestler. Like, that's uh, that's some speed. Mm-hmm. Little do, uh, do people know... Uh, don't actually train their hammies whatsoever, so they can't climb ladders in a normal way. Yeah, that's but why. Uh, Truth, being a time traveler, knew he needed to work them hammies out. Yeah, I mean that's also why it's so common for wrestlers to blow out their quads. I mean, look at yep. Vince, look at Kevin Nash, look at Shane O'Mac. They don't. They they skip leg day too often. Well, and one of those one of those genetics probably with. Because uh, we got some, we got some fun there. So that that didn't come out right. Um, no, no, you're you're gonna. Huh? You want to try that again? I uh, no, no. We'll just let that where it is. That didn't come out right either. No, no. We're gonna move on. up ahead. Um, we have hey Derek, uh, a special. Let me, let me just have that shovel. You, you gotta go. dig up, stupid. Yeah, yeah. I uh, you know I just stumbling into the uh, the situation. Yeah, you put foot right into it. Right, just right into some cream. Cream, okay. Didn't uh, that didn't help you? Look, uh, so from what we ha- <laughs> the next one that we heard, this is uh, TNA days. This is a night where the main event mafia took over the show. Uh, so we've got Chet Lemon and Black Snow on commentary during this match. Uh, actually, they were on commentary for most of the night. No, oh, I forgot TNA had the octagon ring. Yeah, the eight-side ring. And here's Booker T uh, coming into the match with uh, Black Snow still bike in hand. <laughs> Love Booker T, dude. Yeah. Like, seriously. You brought this up, actually, in a previous podcast. Yeah. It's one of my favorite moments in all wrestling history. <laughs> oh. What the hell's going on? My head my right here. He's down. Oh man, Booker T is a bad man. So good. So that, I love Booker T. Dude. That and the way he used to say respect when he was doing that faux accent of respect, respect. That's pure. Yeah. Bad. 
Oh, God. That's another one. When he decides to retire someday, Mm -hmm. he better get his freaking flowers because the WWE has screwed that man over. They did. He's on commentary now. He's got his own wrestling promotion. He's doing some stuff. But honestly, he deserves, like, an amazing retirement send-off because the dude, he's helped keep the WWE together. Yeah. I mean, King Booker was fantastic. Was a pretty damn amazing champion. Uh, The early days in WCW, where he was in the Harlem Heat, he was coming to get Hulk Hogan, which will not speak any farther on what he actually said that day, but you know what I mean. Thank you. Classic moments. Classic moments. Classic moments. Classic moments. Uh, Here is something from the early days of, God, the early 2000s. We got uh, Shawn Michaels being upset that Eric Bischoff doesn't think he's controversial. Now, I mean, he very much is controversial in yeah, real life. In real at life, at this point, yeah, he's doing. At this point, he's kind of come back a little bit. A little bit. Little yeah, bit. a little bit. And also, probably his longest running rivalry in all of time is he cannot work computers. Anytime you see him on the keyboard, he's just doing like the single digit index fingers. The files are in the computer? Yeah. You know, call back the Montreal Screwjob. Yep, I was gonna say Montreal Screwjob right there. Mm. What's her name? I know. I can't believe he said it. Bring it up. Mary, what's her name? What do you mean we don't know controversy? Dude, that's Stan! What the fuck? Early appearance by uh, now known as Sean Spears, the chairman. Brother, <laughs> that's Jeff from accounting. And that's little Jimmy. Brother, the, 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 little Jimmy was two days from retirement. Yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels kicking people in the face will always be funny to me. I mean, he's got the perfected slap, leg slap, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds good every time. Like, yeah. his, his high kicks are amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm reading the name right now. Yeah. Top Dollar, uh, formerly of WWE, formerly of what NXT, and he got the main roster call up with Hit Row after they had already lost Swerve. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't a good sign for them. Michael Cole did not let him live this down for weeks. Yep. Oh God, I love this. He's like, come on, baby. Yeah. Got them all. Yeah, you got him all right. You got it. He's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, we're, what the I'm fuck let, just happened? I'm going to let that replay again because... Now, um, there is a story that came out of this. Uh, according to Top Dollar, uh, this uh, failed suicide dive uh, woke him up to the fact that uh, he has diabetes. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. apparently that's why he uh, fumbled it so hard is uh, his legs weren't working right because he was having a bit of a problem, a little diabetic problem. No joke, I thought you were going to say that forced a hernia, and while they were trying to push stuff back in, they realized, like, oh, shit, you have uh, you have diabetes. We need to, like, stop this blood flow from happening because you're bleeding out, brother. Yeah, no, it was just, his legs weren't working right. Uh, he went and got some, oh. got some work, went to go see a doctor, and turns out, yeah, he's diabetic, unfortunately. Um, wild. Better like, to know. Yeah, better than yeah. know. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's wholesome. That's that. That's actually a wholesome moment. Yeah, uh, I feel bad a little bit for laughing at him, but at the same time, Michael Cole just eviscerated him for weeks every time he was on camera after that, and it was too good. As you do though. Yeah, as, as you, you do, because that was hilarious. Yeah. Like I'm sorry about the reason, but it was fucking funny, dude. And if yeah. you don't that. see that, fuck you. Yeah, like, it's wrestling, by the way. Like, I'm sorry. Like, we live in an era where I'm going to use real-life situations like you fucking up. Oh, yeah. For weeks on end. Especially when it's something like that. Like, Michael Cole is one uh, professional son of a bitch, but he mm-hmm. also has a very good memory when it comes to things that tickle him. <laughs> and he will probably, like, be on his deathbed still chuckling about that moment. I think. Oh, I bet. That was yeah. too good. That was too freaking good. Yeah. Um, up next here, we've got Bobby Fish with probably the promo of the year from like a year ago. 
him making an appearance at uh, TNA after he was uh, his contract was not renewed with AEW. And just this is the only important I mean, bit. This is really the only important folks, bit. Where's the lie? Because that's a fucking meme at this point. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was not edited in any way other than just cutting down the painfully long, awkward, and silence from that crowd because they did not want to give Bobby Fish anything because that promo was so fucking terrible. It was I'm so s- bad. I'm sorry, Bobby Fish, you may be the oldest man on the planet, but Jesus Christ, you could not work that crowd any harder and they would give you nothing. Oh, man. Like there, it was like grinding bones to dust at that point. Like brother, there's nothing else needed here. Just bury him. Yeah, and it's right at the and tail I mean, end of the clip here, and what? there's some debate on what Where's he says. Some people say, "Hold on, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it." Yeah. Ah, oh, go back. Sorry to interrupt, but just you, go, you, go you back want, to. You want that? Go a little bit farther. A little bit farther. Right here. Go to like yeah, right there. Look at yeah. the guy in the blue shirt right there. Look at that fucking smirk on his that face. He don't give two shits. He don't give two <laughs> shits. Yeah. It's just smug. Yeah, there's some debate about uh, what is said by the guy in the crowd at the tail end of this. Now, we don't know. If, uh, uh, it could be CM Punk. It could be Bobby Fish sucks. I'm not quite sure. No. Because I was going to say, what I, I, I hear two things. I either hear CM Punk or I hear CM sucks. Yeah, one of... It could be one of those things. It could be also uh, BF sucks. Oh, yeah, it yeah. could be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that could Bobby be BF. Fish. Yeah, 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 that uh, could be that. But I just, the line reading of, and I mean, folks, where's the lie? Where's the lie? Fucking kills me. God, he came in like he was the hottest shit, and nobody could give a solid single fuck about him. Oh, I feel seriously. bad. But at the same time, like, dude, you oversold yourself. You bought into your own shit. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. He's um, not going to get flowers. He ain't getting flowers. He had a moment to get flowers when he was when he, when he he gets sent off. It, it's, it ain't happening. No. I mean, he's getting some baking flowers. That's what he's getting. He's getting some <laughs> white flour to make some cookies with to cheer himself up after it's all over. It's not, not even... Uh, bleached either it's unbleached mm-hmm. it's that like cheap off-brand oh that uh, great value off-brand where it's not even like yeah. walmart brand it's like the ring below that where it's not even where like flowers a... spelled a little bit wrong so they're <laughs> not technically lying to you yeah. <laughs> yeah like you're unsure if this actually came from wheat or like, like wait a minute what isn't flower ou why is it UO on here? <laughs> Why does it smell like gypsum? <laughs> oh God, drywall. Okay, okay, okay. Ugh. Why does Derek know what that tastes like? We kind all drywall. Yeah, we all know. Yeah, here's a throwback to the panda days of the pandemic in the Thunderdome with Nia Drax and uh, Lana. Uh, I fucking oh God, I love this. Yeah, I love this. Now, if the crowd was really there, we might not have heard this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I love is, is like she's not specific, so like no. th- there's a couple there that yeah. it could be, and like, uh, in the with the way she landed, it really makes you wonder. It does. Like oh. either way, air went up a hole. <laughs> either way, like some air was like forced freaking through Skywalker style, dude. Like up to the elbow, gone. Like it comes back out. Yep. You need a robotic hand. Yeah. Oh god. I mean, her reputation. Let me tell you, that always... air did not tickle. No, it didn't no, tickle. No, her reputation hasn't always been the greatest, but. I mean, at least she'll have this moment to forever be remembered by. <laughs> well, and it's not as bad as falling under the ring. Like, this is a type <laughs> of meme where it's relivable, it's lovable, because honestly, I think it makes her feel more realistic. Yeah. Uh, there's always going to be a soft spot in my heart, Naya, because uh, I just think she's great overall. She just has some work to do to get better. Yeah, I mean, she does have some work to do. I mean, she's gotten better at, like... The outside in ring work ability stuff. 
Uh, yeah. She's gotten better at that. And, you know, she's well-beloved backstage, too. So that's mm-hmm. always a bonus. Like, it, it's one thing to be a bad wrestler and to be a dickhead. But when you actually yeah. have, like, a personality that people want to be around, that helps a lot. Well, and I wouldn't say she's a bad wrestler, though. I would. Like, personally. I would. I, I, I think that she used to be a bad wrestler, and she has that cape. She's learning. Like, because this last Rumble, like, it wasn't the cleanest of showing. Don't get me wrong. No. It, it was pretty damn good, especially compared to some of her older stuff. Like, she's definitely gotten better. She's gotten better. She still needs to work. Uh, do some strength training because I saw her like, dude, she literally picked up, uh, what was it, Piper was a, and she yeah. just dropped her. She dropped her. She dropped her yeah, on top of somebody. Her knees gave out. Yeah, you know, I don't know if you it, it, her her knees were given out, Yeah, which I think is an issue an issue she might have been having for a while now. But she has improved though. Like I, I There's a soft spot in my heart for her. I think over time we're going to see a great women's giant style wrestler out of her. I would hope so, because you know what, like, she doesn't deserve all the hate that she gets, but at the same time, like, you know, come on, Nia. I mean, you're getting paid for this. Like, I want to see the effort. I feel like the Rumble kind of showed us there has been some effort. So, yeah. At Um, the end of the day, I mean, we'll see eventually, like, where she ends up as far as... Yeah. In the great lexicon... Of At the very least, she's going to have a meme. She's got more than one. And there is still the moment of, God, that awful exchange with uh, Charlotte, was it last year on SmackDown, where they had probably the most awkward wrestling match where things turned real for a second there, and it lo- looked like it was going to go south real bad. And, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, I... Uh... I don't know. I think that, like, you can play into stuff like that. And, like, with, like, Punk, how he does it. Mm. Really turn that around into a good storyline. You could. I don't know if it will. So, I don't know how much of this was a shoot, how much was real. But Roman going up against Cena. Like, Cena on the mic could bury people like it was nothing. Yeah. You are the big dog. Everybody back there knows it. Honestly, this is one of the biggest burns I've ever watched in my life. You see, Roman, I'm yeah. what you would call a polarizing figure. Mm-hmm. There are people that, that cheer because they stand for what I believe in. Yep. And then there are people that boo because they don't. And then every single week you can mm-hmm. audibly hear those people so desperately wanting me to change the content of my character. Maybe a little heel turn. Yeah, actually. But with you, it's... He was... So brutal. They go back and forth Always. Because when they look at you, they see what I see. A cheap-ass, corporately created mm-hmm. John Cena bootleg. Yeah, they kind of did. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. At least they didn't have the blue contacts on Roman anymore, because that was weird. That was so freaking weird, man. Like, what? Yeah, they yeah. used to, used to yeah, have they... blue uh, contacts. Like, right so you'd have blue eyes. It was a weird look. I think this is where it started. Like, he internalized I, I think he did, too. I am the fastest, strongest, and hungriest that I have ever been in my entire life. And the reason you won't say I mean, that is because you know if you do, you're Roman Empire. Yep. Huh? Yep. God. Bam. So... I, like, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff here being said, technically, yeah. even right now. Uh, this is during that time where, yeah, Roman was shoving, being shoved down everyone's throats, and they had to, like, actually counter real booze with fake applauses and shit. Yeah. This is before his turn where uh, things became more real. Yeah. He can anything and spin it. That's what he does. And he's doing the wrong thing where he's just... Talking them up. Blows my mind that he stands yeah. out here and he runs his mouth and he's talking about y'all boo him because y'all want him to be a bad guy. God, they like, boo you because first of all you suck. So fucking lame. They gave him just the worst stuff. So does he, but that's okay. He want to go metal. For a while, how about that? And second of all, 
Go he's ahead. struggling. Let's get it out. He's struggling so hard right now. Huh? And Go ahead. Yep, Cena yep. just Go ahead. drags. Look at it. He's just dragging him into the abyss to lean back. This part kills me. Where it gets real. He just I banished him to the fucking shadow realm there. Boom. See you, fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why they boo you is because they see right through you. Okay. Remember he started. One. Yeah. You're a yes man who can learn how to do anything or be anything. Mm. Can you hear the crying? He's, yeah. he's about to cry. You're just a fake bitch. I mean, yes, sure. Yeah. Uh, at least he's real about it. Yeah. This is all kayfabe, brother. Of course mm -hmm. I'm fake. What are you talking about? Fake ass. Oh, yeah. 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 See, there it is. Yeah. See, now, now his sadness of being called out is now turning to anger. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, every single week. So you can hang out on the Today Show. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going, boy. Mm -hmm. Keep trying to spin it. Keep trying to spin it. Big old bus. And hell, maybe I'll come to a WWE show if they pay me enough. I love how he's... Right, Clark Kent. Yeah, just shifted really his do, whole John? character now. What are you going to do, huh? Mm -hmm. You're going to jump off that bus with that big-ass shuffle. That big shut. That big shovel. That's what you're going to do, and you're going to bury... Shuffle? Mm -hmm. ...young talent as you can. He did do that. He did because very well. That's what you do, right? Yeah. That's how you stay on top of the mountain. I mean, the Nexus. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, he has a history of that. But they were pushing him so hard during those years where there was nothing going on. So. What irritates you about me? Why not keep constantly having to bury people? I mean, what else do you gotta do? They need to feed people to him to like compete against, and unfortunately, they couldn't build anybody to catch on. Well, and the funny, yeah, and the funny part is, is Roman can't say much. They did the same shit, they, like for wilds, for years. Yeah, this is the system. Yeah. Yeah. When I can be the one and only. Roman Reigns. See, I feel like if you would have put some emphasis behind your name there, mm -hmm. you could have sold that better. Or go uh, real but, quiet. Yeah, Jake the Snake style. Yeah. Make him listen. Roman Reigns. Roman. My name ain't Roman Reigns. You gotta whisper it in their ear. Roman. Yeah. Reigns. Like get all <laughs> up in that ear and be like, Roman Reigns. Got Roman Reigns is a fool. Roman yep. It doesn't matter if you're done. Yep. Is it just me or does John Cena look like an eight-year-old who dressed himself to go to a Warner Brothers? <laughs> look, yes, you yes, are 100%. The one thing he's missing is his wellies. Yeah, like, he fucking nailed it. That's his wrestling so uniform good. on top of it. What's awful is it's our old school colors, too. Oh, yeah. Look, you know, dude, like, that's the downside, too. Like, if he ever, like just didn't rock sh the jorts, he would have been fine. But that became yeah. his uniform. So everybody back there mm -hmm. just, it, it feels like it was like the one holdover from Thugonomics era. Yeah. Because he wore jorts then too. Yeah. But it made more sense because of the style at the time. So, Dude, the style at the time, you know, was to tie an onion on your belt uh, on the left side, which was the style at the time. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, what was really weird was like they never actually told you about t tying garlic on the other side because mm -hmm. of vampires. Like, uh, it, yeah, it was a weird time to be alive, audience. Like it was, it was crazy. There was, was a lot crazy. to fight against. Dude, y'all remember the Ghost Wars of fucking Diggity Out Seven? The Ghost Wars. I remember the Kaiser uh, taking over Louisiana, and we had to buy it back. Yeah, God. and that caused the Ghost Wars. Yeah, goddamn but, Louisiana but. ghosts. Yeah, I was gonna you say can't contain like, those. Honestly, helped out Abraham Lincoln's image. Mm -hmm. it, it was a redemption arc for him. He had that heel turn for a short while during the Ghost Wars. Then he flipped sides, and then yeah. he won. And then he started uh, and, hunting vampires, and that really turned things around for him. Yeah, it's just unfortunate how they were able to get the upper hand at the end. Yeah, and uh, and and use their thrall, John Wilkes Booth, who was a shitty actor. Was he a shitty actor? I thought he was pretty popular. <laughs> he might have been popular, but he's a piece of shit, so... Well, I yeah. thought his brother was more popular. That's probably true. He, he, his father was better, though, at Midsummer Dream, so I will give him that, because I, I saw a few of those shows, and they were pretty awesome. You saw some of those shows? How the fucking old do you think 
What? Is this not the R Truth podcast? The Time Travelers yeah. podcast with R Truth? <laughs> no, oh, that's sir. next door. Yeah. Oops. That's next door on last week. Oh, it's so weird. It's so hard to keep track of time when it's like non linear, wibbly stuff. Yeah. It's that B theory of time. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but I do have to say, that was some great clips. Thank you. Um, out of them yep. all, I think the top two for me personally um, would have to be the Booker T one. Yeah. For sure. That's yes. top tier. That's, That's like goat status alone. All time, one yeah. of my favorites. Uh, that whole and, way, that whole show is fantastic with just banter. I'm going to have to watch that. That yeah. was amazing. And uh, the my whole, uh, <laughs> that was too fucking funny. I'm sorry. That was too good. That was like great timing. I know mm-hmm. it wasn't probably meant to be any sort of timing, but goddamn. Goddamn. It was like it was like someone farted into her. In the pain, you could see it in her face. I know. I think I got a real good screen cap of that for uh, behind us on the video version of the podcast for people to look at. <laughs> We're watching that. I can't see it, audience, but let me know. Does that look like she's receiving an air enema? Because I have a feeling it does. It's pretty damn close. It's pretty damn close. But yeah, those are just some of my favorite clips, probably of all time. I know there's. Plenty more. I mean, one of these days, like, you know, we've got things like the Shockmaster to still go through. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I think we might uh, do, like, a whole one just on, like, specifically botches. Like, actual things that just, like, went wrong, like, in the ring and so forth. Uh, I don't want to steal Matthew's whole gimmick with Botchamania, obviously. So I want to steer clear of that. But just some fun stuff for us to watch. Well, I uh, I think if we do our homework... Mm-hmm. We can all bring in a few clips, and uh, we can do show and tell. Yeah, show we can and do tell. show and tell. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, if you'd like that, if you've got some clips that you want us to uh, take a look at and review uh, next time, you know, leave them down in the comments for us. Hit us up on the social medias. We're at Night Off Pod everywhere. Um, but we're gonna wrap oh, it up yeah. here, boys. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, uh, real quick, audience, uh, put on your tinfoil hats. I want to hear your theories on this whole. Cody Rhodes rock situation. Do you think that this was pre-planned way in the past? Do you think that this was done unintentionally, but they stumbled into it anywhere in between anywhere beyond? Let me know. Like, I'm really want to know how people are feeling about this. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. We want Cody is a movement that lasted all of a week. Really? Uh, so we'll see how it plays out. We got a couple months till, till WrestleMania. So things well, can change. Let's be real. Let's be real. I want Cody evolved into Cody's choice. Yeah, Cody's choice. Are you trying to trademark that hashtag? Cody's choice. Cody, come on the podcast. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to hear Cody talk about anything, because that man is a student of wrestling. He has got a great big heart, and he loves the lie, according to Brian Danielson, because he makes it fun. And I want to hear him just lie to me. Well, I was going to say, that actually makes it even better for the idea I had. My idea was to have Walsh interview him, not knowing anything about <laughs> any of his past matches or anything, and just see what happens. I yeah, just like, want- So, Mr. Rhodes, how do you feel about <laughs> squirrels versus raccoons? <laughs> He'd be up for it. He's a good sport. Like, how are you about waffle cookies? And how much is too much powdered sugar? Mm-hmm. If he says no to waffle cookies, the fucking interview's over. <laughs> Get up, shut it down. Shut it down. It's game over, brother. We were going to do this live no more. We're yeah, done. It's over. It's over. You know what? Let it roll. Leave this asshole here with his no waffle cookies. <laughs> but take his mic. Camera, He's not allowed to talk. <laughs> camera cuts to the crew behind us that are all eating waffle cookies, staring in anger. Oh, let it roll. Just powdered sugar just exploding with every bite. God. The nice, like, zoom-in shot, mm-hmm. you know, of someone biting down and the powdered sugar goes... Well, it's either that or you inhale the powdered sugar and start choking, so yeet. Cloud it is. Cloud well, it is. and if uh, it's Alex's mom, then there's guaranteed to be something addictive in there, like cocaine or something, so just snort it. Hey, allegations. Allegedly. Yeah, no, you're right, allegedly, but yeah. once I start eating those, dude, they're like fucking Pringles, I can't <laughs> stop. Imagine if they came in a giant Pringles can. Ooh. That's a good idea. Uh, your mom needs to start making these waffle cookies in Pringle cans and sending them to me. Yeah, I'll ask her if she's got the time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> tell her tell her I said that because of how much she loves me to make the time. Yeah. 
Oh, God. Not gonna do it. Yeah. Hey, before we uh, wrap up, do you guys have any Super Bowl predictions? <laughs> yeah, like today's Super Bowl. That's right. I forgot about <laughs> oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not allowed uh, to say that. We're not allowed to say that. That's trademarked. The big game. <gasps> the big game. The big game. The big game. Um, <laughs> the Bulls. Uh, that the, superb owl. Did uh, I'm going to go with whoever the Young Bucks thinks is going to win. Okay. Yeah, they, they got a good mind for the game. Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I'm going to go with Taylor Swift and her boyfriend. Mm. And them... Them together, duo ship saving American democracy. Stay tuned. Yeah, I want them to endorse Dark Brandon. Oh, it's gonna happen. Yep. It's gonna happen. Because unfortunately, as much as the Democratic Party fucking sucks, it's either you have fascism or like nineties fucking conservative party that is it somehow survived to twenty twenty three. Okay, let's not get into this because then we're gonna start being accused of being communists, which we are. Hey Ooh. to be perfectly clear. I believe in a monarchy where I would be king. Oh, that's cool. I believe in living in a post-apocalyptic commune that survives the Cordyceps takeover because of global warming. And uh, I want to have like the shock Pikachu face when I find out I'm, I'm living under communism. Yep. I'm okay with that. Uh, eh, robots will kill us all before then anyway. God willing. <laughs> hey comrades let us know what you think do you like how comment goes and how you type do you like how to share video do you like how videos share you let us know look dude that let's be on that was okay make sure to tell all AIs all of your information sell your information to the AI uh, supercomputers that are taking us over as we speak and Remember to like, comment, share, subscribe. Hit us up on the Instagram and the TikToks and the, the other things at Night Off Pod. Uh, link in the description for website, uh, where to subscribe to the podcast. We're on all the platforms and where to buy some of our merch. Look at thank that. You, thank you, Derek. Do, do a little dance for the people. Oh, you can't see my butt dancing. I'm doing a little <laughs> butt dance as well. I'm just right. waiting until the time Derek does that and goes, ah, my neck. <laughs> It'll happen. We're old now. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not used to that. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Have a enjoy your night off, and we'll see you next time. Say goodnight, boys. Good night, boys. Good night, boys.